All right, everyone, welcome to the Venture Capital Podcast, venturecapital.fm. Your co-founder, Peter Harris, can we call you a co-founder? You want me, you are a co-founder, but I don't know if you've ever looked at yourself as a co-founder. But like co-host. Co-host, founder, co-host. By the way, wait, 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 what are your thoughts on the term founder? What do you mean? When should it be used or not used? I feel like it's one of the hottest debated topics. Why is it so hotly debated? Who cares? I mean, that's how how I look at it. What would you, how do you define what a founder is? Then we'll get into the show. I think a founder is somebody that takes risk and that moves the company from zero to one. From zero to one, what? Or you're just saying from not a success to six to something? No, 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 not from six. Like from, hey, this is like an idea that we have and helps them move from that to like, hey, this is an actual product. Okay. Or something, right? This is an actual company. It's let's look know. at Tesla as an example. Who is the founder of Tesla, or who are the founders of Tesla? Not Mark or not Elon Musk. But Elon Musk calls himself a founder. And for those of you that aren't aware, Elon's thought or premise is that the company that that exists today was not the company the founder started. Okay. Look, so I, I think there are a lot of like definitions that are that could be used, right? And to a certain extent, under the definition I just laid out, he would be a founder, right? No, because he was further on on the down the road. I don't no, know, but but he took the company from being like this like interesting like science fair project to like a real company, right? So, so by you that definition, could like make the 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 defense or the argument that like he is a founder because he took a tremendous amount of risk and he took the company from that like zero to one. I mean, this is like Josh Coates at Instructure, right? He didn't start the company. Was, but is he a founder? Was, you know, it was yeah. the, the two students from BYU that started Devlin? it. I love Devlin. Yep. So I don't know. Is Josh Coates a founder? He was like the first money in and the company kind of floundered until he he came in and took the reins. I kind of feel like the first few employees can choose to designate if someone's a founder or not a founder. So that's a good, interesting question. Where do you delineate between like I'm employee number one versus I was a founder? And that's where I say it's the risk. Risk? Did you take risk? Okay. And if you're getting paid a salary, then you're not really taking risk. Okay. So typically, I would look at a founder as usually one of the first five people there who took a significant pay cut or or took no salary. And then the other aspect I would look at is, was there a major pivot? And then I guess the third definition of a founder is, do the... Who do the original two or three people call a founder? So you would you would call Elon a founder because of the pivot? I'm fine with it. Piece of it? I don't think if Elon had not stepped in, Tesla would not exist in anyone's mind today. Or maybe a, a few hundred people. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think a lot of startups need an ambassador. But what about like a company that's just kind of out there floundering? It's been around there for a long time and then they hire a professional CEO to come in and run it and all of a sudden it takes off. Is uh, that CEO considered a founder? Did they, I guess from your definition, is, is there significant risk? I would just say at that point. See, I don't the, think that there is significant risk in that case, right? I let, I let the founders take it out. It would be if a professional CEO came in. I mean, for, even if they're getting a salary, their opportunity costs could have been high. Okay. You know, so their, you know, their next best option. So I don't know. I just usually say let the founders. Yeah, debate. but like opportunity risk is not the same as like true risk or opportunity cost. It's not okay. the same as risk. Okay, so here's an example. I have a, a buddy who took, who was, who left corporate America to join a startup. He's getting like 10%. He took only like a 25% pay cut. Yeah. But as part of his stipulation was he wanted the founder title and the CEO gave it to him. So I'm fine with it. But in my mind, I'd look at him as being like a pseudo See, founder. but this is like, why do you even care? I usually don't. But I just think a lot of people do care. But so a I lot wanna... of people do care. And that's what I'm asking. Like, why do people care? 
people. So like, there's this like old story of like um, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Right. And he, <laughs> Ron Conway shows up at the house where they're all coding and building Facebook. Um, and you know, he's like meeting everybody and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a founder. I'm a founder. I'm a founder. It was like the whole house, everybody in the house was like a founder. And um, like, it was fine because Mark was just like, yeah, we're, like, they're all founders. Like everybody can have the have the founder title. Like yeah. it's like title inflation, you know. But like okay. it doesn't matter. But it makes everybody feel like they have skin in the game and that they're part of the community, part of the company. Blah blah blah. And okay. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. So this probably should have been its own episode. Well, it pretty much is its own episode. <laughs> we can make it its own episode and then and then postpone it to next week. Let's do that. Yeah. So what what I view a founder is ultimately, I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. Although I think if I had built Lucid Chart. Or Lucid, you know, Lucid Software. If you know that that company locally, and other people would start claiming it, then I would be kind of, I'd be very aggressive, probably. I'd be like, what are you doing? Come into my office. You'd be aggressive, or you'd be kind of pissed. What if you're no longer at the company anymore, so you don't really have a say? <laughs> I mean, if you still have equity, you have a say. Okay. I also, so I don't know. I don't know. And it's been interesting. I watch people who claim the founder title of very successful companies, and I'm like, you were number like twelve. Yeah. Well, and they're, you know, I know, yeah, same thing. You know, people that claim that they are founders, but they never took the risk. They mm-hmm. were totally an employee. They were just early. Mm-hmm. And, but, and that, the, but that doesn't make you a founder in my but opinion. But now they're, now they're claiming. And honestly, I think a lot of people who've gotten to a certain level of success have taken the claim of others to get there. And that's partly how they do that. Do it. Oh, I was And a that's founder. partly what pisses people off. Mm-hmm. They're like, I did this. I don't know. So sorry, guys, this wasn't a chat GPT episode, but. Let us know in the comments, how do you define what a founder is or isn't? I would typically say it's one of those like three things. One of the first five took significant pay cut or helped the company that was floundering go through a major pivot that made it super successful. And then maybe the fifth one is if the original three are fine with it, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think for me, it's really just those two and it has to be both. Can't be one or the other. Okay. So you take the company from zero to one, not just... I mean, maybe through a major pivot, maybe not, but like, you know, it's it's having some massive, massive like impact on the business, right? It's not from one to two, it's from zero to one, right? And then it's, you took significant risk, you know, pay cut, like massive pay cut with not like equity that was compensating you for that, at least, you know, at the time, right? Like if I take a 50% pay cut, but then they give me half the company, you know, like or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a bit of extreme because if you own half the company, really, you just own it. But, uh, but you know what I mean. Like if I'm being like generously compensated in other ways, then I, am I really taking that big of a risk? I don't know. But you do have people that are like, I'm going to leave my job, my like well-paying job. I'm going to live off my salary, right? You mean savings? Sorry. Yes, I'm going to live off my <laughs> savings. I'm going to sell my 401k, right? Like the founder of Peloton, he sold his like two hundred thousand dollar um 401k after taxes and penalties and everything else only netted like 40 grand or something and use that to start peloton like he is no question a founder right in my book um so yeah did you take did you take that substantial risk okay but yeah i agree 100 percent, 100 percent. building and risking all right so as we wrap this up one of the things we've done is we've launched a new venturecapital.fm site we've introduced a slack community so if you want direct access to me or peter go to venturecapital.fm and click on the slack icon and you can harass us with as many questions as you want and we'll do our best to answer those most of those answers will be from john 
<laughs> we'll get Peter in there, don't worry. <laughs> and his buddies. Mob rule. Just be, kidding. If you want to be a VC featured on the because we're be, we're starting to get some pretty good traction. If you want to be a VC featured on the podcast, we need to see you contributing in our Slack group or else. There you go. All right. Well, make sure you go to venturecapital.fm. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or all those other weird podcast players that you may want may want to look out look at. So thanks. Right. Thanks, guys.